Podcasting from Singapore and broadcasting all around the world. You're listening to the Ignite EdTech Podcast with Craig Kemp, taking the pulse of educators from all over the globe and bringing what you need every week. When you need answers, you go to the experts. Created by an educator for educators and streaming to the world. Now, over to your host, Craig Kemp. Hello and welcome to episode 56 of the Ignite EdTech Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Kemp, and I'm thrilled to have your support. It is a pleasure to be back, recharged and ready to share with you. The last three weeks have been great to focus on my new eduspark.world project, spend time with family, and enjoy some time out from it all. But it's so great to be back to share with you today. More to come about EduSpark later in the show. We have some huge things coming, and I can't wait to share them with you all. As most of you know, I continue to work with the incredibly talented Mark Quinn to improve the final audio quality of this podcast. He has his own podcast production studio that provides editing and mastering services to content creators. To connect with Mark, please see the details in the podcast notes below. Over the past three weeks, I've had the opportunity to catch up on making EduSpark an incredible learning platform for everyone. And now that we're well on our way with massive momentum, I want to come back and amplify more voices here. This week, I wanted to ask about the voices you want to amplify. Who is doing something incredible in your faculty, in your professional learning network, or just something you've done or used recently that you want to shout from the rooftop about? Please share with me via our Ignite EdTech social streams. I look forward to hearing your responses soon. A tool that has positively impacted the authentic and purposeful use of technology into classrooms and meeting rooms that I have worked in is StreamYard. StreamYard is a live streaming studio in your browser that makes your life easy. Interview guests, brand your broadcast, and much, much more, including the ability to stream directly to Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and other platforms. StreamYard makes creators' and users' lives easier, with multi-streaming available to many platforms at once. The ability to interact with viewers, customize the experience, and show comments on screen from multiple platforms makes the experience professional and engaging. I highly recommend that you take a look at StreamYard.com. The link is in the description below. This week, I wanted to discuss the ways I choose to amplify voices and the power of amplifying voices that you value. My whole career, I've focused my energy on the people directly in front of me, whether it was the students in my class, the teachers in my school, or the participants at my workshops. Over time, I've learned the importance of spreading positivity, building confidence, and growing capacity in others. One of the ways of doing this is to amplify voices. By amplifying the voices of others, I found that I grew positive relationships. I helped other people get what they needed, and I found the learning was more powerful and more genuine than ever before. The power of amplifying voices was a big reason why I built EduSpark, a learning platform for educators and leaders in schools to come together to learn, develop, and grow. By amplifying voices of educators from all over the world, I've been able to develop a platform that is going to make a difference. A platform that will provide the highest quality of learning to educators everywhere. A platform where technology adds value to the capacity building of educators. A platform that can amplify the voices of thought leaders, underrepresented voices and tools to every corner of the globe. I'm inspired by what's being built and I can't wait to share that with you very, very soon. 
What we're building here is a community of creators that have a social reach of over 1 million people from more than 10 countries globally. And launching in just a few weeks' time, EduSpark will be a powerful contributor and changemaker in the world of education professional learning. And we want you to join the journey now at eduspark.world. Updates are going to be coming thick and fast starting today. Over the coming three weeks, I want you to see all of this and I don't want you to miss a beat, especially when we launch our Ignite EdTech podcast free seats and giveaways, including some low-priced launch sale seats as well, exclusively for you. If you had the opportunity to amplify the voices of others to a global audience, like we're doing in EduSpark, at a massive scale, would you jump at the opportunity or would you let it go? I chose to jump and I can't wait to bring you this platform very soon. I'd love to hear from you the ways that you amplify voices. Please reach out with your ideas and thoughts. Every week, I bring you a short interview with some of my edu heroes, an engaging learning experience with someone who makes a difference in education every day, with a particular focus or angle towards educational technology. This week, I had the incredible pleasure of chatting with Alec Kuros. Let's have a listen to the chat. Today, I have the honor of speaking with Dr. Alec Kuros, who you may know is at Kuros A on Twitter with over 135,000 followers. And yes, he's blue tick authentic. Alec is a professor of EdTech and Media and the director for the Center of Teaching and Learning at the University of Regina in Canada. He's a globally recognized researcher, consultant, and keynote speaker whose sessions both online and in person fill up in minutes. He is a connected educator who gives so much online Alec, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Are you ready to talk about education and technology integration? I think so. Thanks for inviting me today. You're so welcome. Let's go. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your current role and what inspires you to do what you do? Well, my current role, I've only been in it since uh, September 1st uh, of last year. Uh, I'm the director of uh, my university's Center for Teaching and Learning. Um, you know, I've always been involved with the center, but now I've taken on uh, a new leadership role. So I'm responsible for developing programs and initiatives to support instructors uh, in improving their practice right across the institution. And that's what drives me. It's really, it's something I absolutely love. Teachers and faculty members get to find new ways to engage and inspire their students um, and doing so get a greater sense of fulfillment. So I, I'm really happy in this role. It's, it's something that I've done certainly informally for a long time. And I'm excited to do it much more formally in this role. That's really exciting. You know, you've done so much, you do so much, and you share so much. But what's your next big goal in your career? What do you want to do or achieve that you haven't been able to do yet? So when you say next big goal, you know, I was reflecting on this question before. And, you know, I don't know if I've ever had goals throughout my career. I was just lucky to come across things that really excited me or drove me. And, um, and and I think that's great, but maybe I just cancel all the bunch of motivational speakers just for saying that, like, don't have goals. You know, I'm not trying to say that, but, you know, I've seen my life as a big learning project and, and reflecting in nearly 30 years of teaching, the one consequential goal of that might be to go through everything I've written, everything I've thought, everything I've spoken and see what's panned out, what, you know, what didn't pan out. 
where I was right in my thinking, where I wasn't. I'm not, I'm not suggesting a memoir, really, but more like a capstone project of my life. And that's been something, maybe with age, I'm starting to think about, you know, did I ever get it right? Was I wrong? Where, where exactly was I wrong? How wrong was I? And I still want to learn from that. But I, but I really want to come up with something, whether it's a personal document, book, or something else, just to kind of cap off some of the things that I've left unfinished, I guess, in terms of my thoughts. Maybe, you know, so I one project gets off the ground and then I take off on another one. And so that for me is really probably the big goal, sort of sorting through my the kitchen of my mind. Yeah, I love the sound of that as well. I think it would be highly sought after. And speaking of highly sought after, you are a keynote speaker, Alec, that people want to hear and chat to and, and listen to. What are your key messages and takeaways from the sessions that you run? Give you two minutes just to inspire us. Okay. Um, well, much of my daily work, as you know, has been around integrating ed tech, uh, the understanding of social media, framing digital citizenship, uh, the power of networks. But but really, you know, if you've seen me speak, um, my key theme often is really about finding moments of selfless humanity in spaces on the internet where you might least expect them. You know, there's there's so much hatred and divisiveness and vitriol on the web. I love to find the spaces where we find, you know, the opposite, connectedness, love, solidarity, compassion, especially amongst total strangers. Those examples give me hope and I feel that you know, in my presentation, sharing such examples like that, framing them in our often not so nice context can give others hope as well. And and I hope that these, you know, often the educators in, in the audience or participants at workshops, those are the teachers that can retell these stories to their students. And I hope that someday that can be a dominant narrative that this selfless, humane future that we can have collectively together can be something that we can all share. Absolutely. And when it comes to social media, this is a space that you definitely thrive in and share some amazing things. Definitely a a mentor for me to look up to as well and many people listening today. Who are your must-follow people online and why? That is a good question. (laughs) Must-follow people. Uh, well, you. I mean, you bring so much to this, and, and but I'm not going to, you know, tell you that people already know about you if they're here so far. So that's good. Um, you know, I like people like Dean Shresky, who's gonna, been a good friend uh, of mine for a long time. He's done a lot of things around joy, which I think are really helpful. You know, to think about uh, joy in the classroom, we often don't think about it nearly enough. Um, uh, you know, I'll also mention my brother, uh, George Coros, who, who has a, quite a following himself. He's, you know, he, he takes a much more positive spin than I do sometimes. And I really love his work. I respect his work. And he's obviously someone that, that I would follow or he'd get mad at me if I didn't follow him. So those are two people that, you know, come to mind. You know, there's there, there's hundreds of others that I, I can go through a list, but um, just two people there. Thanks, Alec. Let's do some quick fire questions now. The first thing that comes to your head and maybe a little explanation as to why. What's your one word for 2021? I would say compassion. You know, understanding that teachers and students and parents are struggling in different ways during this pandemic. And, you know, we just can't do things do things the same it, it, that, that we always have. We have to do things differently. And compassion is at the heart of that. What's your favorite EdTech book or resource? I don't know how EdTech this is, but I'd say Neil Postman's Amusing Ourselves to Death uh, is probably a foundational work. Uh, something that's been really uh, important to me in the past and thinking about uh, especially the idea of you know amusing ourselves to death, how we um, how we share so frequently on social media that we're addicted 
to um, you know to, to putting ourselves out there and to um, you know sharing sharing what we do for amusement versus the Orwellian comparison that he makes in the book. And what's your go-to edtech tool that the listeners today need to try? I don't know if I have a go-to tool. You know, there's so many. If I was looking at utility, I'd, I'd say something like Dropbox, which I love. But everyone knows about Dropbox, I'm thinking. I'm going to give you something a little obscure. It's the Seeing AI app. You know, AI is an artificial intelligence. Try it. You know, download it. Try it out. Try it on a few things. And I think you're going to get a glimpse of what AI can do for us. And, and it's great for a universal design for learning tool as well gives uh, more access, accessibility to some of the students in your room and really to everyone. Yeah, actually, it's it's one of my favorite things as well. I, I've used it a few times with, you know, short text and scanning barcodes and analyzing people and currencies and, and those sorts of things. I've loved it and I can highly recommend it to Twitter, Facebook or Instagram for your own learning and why? Well, Instagram is way off the charts for me, like off the charts in a bad way. I, I find it just nothing for photos. I, I don't in, engage there very much. Twitter is really my, uh, I would say my global source of professional learning where I want to learn from a lot of people on a lot of different topics. But when I really want to get deeper into it, it's Facebook. You know, sometimes it's more mixed up with, you know, friends and followers but I find the conversations that are there. So Twitter for the, the larger scale, global, you know, mini conversations, but the deeper conversations happen on Facebook and Instagram. Meh. And just on that note with Twitter, you know, there's a lot of people listening here that are probably already connected on Twitter, but are interested in building that professional learning network, not to get more people following them, uh, but to build a, a network of people that they, they believe will help them grow, develop uh, and thrive. What's your best advice for them when it comes to using Twitter as an educator? Well, I think people probably heard this before, but I really do believe in, in lurking, just trying to get a sense of the cadence of the type of conversation that happens. Um, you know, being respectful and jumping into conversations, not, not, you know, when you feel ready to participate in conversations, um, you know, get in, people are typically quite nice, um, especially in the educational communities and, you know, find things to share. Right? You know, people are often worry about the things that they share aren't good enough, but that's how it all starts. We didn't know when we started back in 2007, what Twitter would be, but it was just a community of people who just shared things out were good that were you know that were useful to others but we never we never thought they you know they might be useful uh, they might not be but you, you never know you might share something that you think everyone knows and then it, it's a game changer for someone and what's one daily habit or practice that helps you enjoy progress and succeed in your career Alec? Uh, that would be you know spending time with my four kids um, you know they're, they're the reason I do everything for that they're my meditation they're my spirituality they're, they're absolutely everything in terms of um what keeps me going and how i stay connected to what i'm doing and also how i stay humble um you know grounded it, it parenting being a dad is the most important thing that i can possibly think of if you were to have any job in the world what would it be and why it's gonna be cliche but it's it's this one honestly um i've had plenty of chances and opportunities to to move to you know, higher paying uh, jobs in you know all sorts of beautiful parts of the world. Um, I, I love where I am, and I'm in a small you know place in Saskatchewan. It's a good sized city. I don't have to commute far or far away. I'm, I'm 20 minutes to the end of the city. Uh, that's as long as I ever have to go. Far from other big centers, but in my daily job, you know, basically what I get to do is 
work with grad students, work with faculty, um, have lots of flexibility. I can, um, I, I feel like my work is valued. My words are valued. Um, it's just, it's a great place to work. And uh, um, I'm very, very fortunate to have a professorial position. Uh, they're very difficult to get these days. And I couldn't imagine doing something else. It sounds amazing. I, I can't wait to come and visit when things open up a little bit more. Sure. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> What's your favorite education focused quote? I, I would probably go to Freire. Uh, from the politics of education, and this is, you know, it's 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 an educational quote. It's not ed tech, for instance, but it's washing one's hand of the conflict between the powerful and the powerless means decide with the powerful, not to be neutral. And you know that that to me is why I you know speak up on Twitter about the injustices we see. Um, you know, just doing it just earlier before this for this call. You know, we have to use our power and privilege. To speak for others who don't don't have the, the voice to speak out, and I think that's one of the core tenets of education. And if it's not in your setting, it really should be. Alec, you've shared so much amazing insight here today for me and for our listeners. What's the best way for the listeners to follow and connect with you? Because I know they're going to want to do that. I'm easy to find on the web. Uh, by the way, there are scammers <laughs> that use my image and face and sometimes my whole name. So keep away from them. So listen carefully with what I have to give you. Uh, I'm on Twitter. It's really easy to get in touch with me. Uh, my Twitter handle is C-O-U-R-O-S-A. Uh, and my email address is coros at gmail.com. C-O-U-R-O-S at gmail.com. We'll include all the links to the things you've shared in here today, Alec. Thank you so much for your time today. Totally inspirational. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks again. Next week, join me for episode 57 of the Ignite EdTech podcast when I'm joined by the incredible powerhouse that is Hamish Brewer. One of the things I love doing is giving away prizes as a thank you for tuning in, listening, and hopefully following the Ignite EdTech podcast. This week, I'm giving away one hour of consultancy support from Ignite EdTech to kickstart your new school year or term in style. To win this, you need to go to bit.ly slash edtechwin and complete the simple form. It'll take you less than a minute to do. The link is in the description below. Competition closes on Wednesday the 28th of July and the winner will be contacted directly by me and announced on next Friday's podcast episode. Good luck. Starting next week, we'll be giving away our first early access seats to eduspark.world. To be the first to get access to our learning portal, listen along and be prepared to enter our competition. In addition to winning seats, share with us the names of the people in your PLN that you want to learn from within this portal, and we'll tap them on the shoulder and try to bring them on board to tailor this learning experience to your needs. Please share with us your must-have creators, authors, teachers, and leaders so that we can reach out to them. Please do so via our social channels. The EduSpark links are in the podcast notes below. If you enjoyed today's episode, please, please, please smash that follow button and share it with your colleagues, friends, and families. Please remember to spend two minutes to rate this podcast too so we can reach even more people and edtech enthusiasts globally. Please share your favorite part of today's episode by tagging us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And don't hesitate to ask me questions that I can answer in an upcoming episode. Remember, you have the chance to win as well. Check out the links in the description for more, and I'll see you again next week. If you liked today's episode, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode. 
and be in the drawing to win prizes every week. If you know others that would enjoy the show, please hit that share button and brighten their day. Join us again next week for your weekly EdTech hit with at Mr. Kemp NZ. We'll see you again soon.